You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Pets in the City is brought to you by Dog.com. For everything and anything dog, shop Dog.com today for all the top brands. Greenies, Frontline, Kong, Nylabone, Royal Canin, and more. Shop at Dog.com and use the promo code SADCITY, S-A-D-C-I-T-Y, and get $15 off your order of $75 or more. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Step onto the sexy streets of animal attraction that is New York City. Welcome to Pets in the City, Life in the Urban Jungle. Join host Diane West as she explores the exciting lives, loves, and laments of the people and pets in the world's greatest city. Pets in the City, like the city itself, has something for everyone. Celebrity pet sightings, pet events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So get ready to get dressed to the canines and take a bite out of the Big Apple with your Pets in the City host, Diane West. Hello, all you cyber cats, kittens, and canines under all creation. This is Diane West coming at you once again from the greatest city in the world. And of course, that's New York City. And we're here with another episode of Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. Today, we have an extra special treat for you. We are talking to three of the five doggy moms who are going to be on a new show of the same name, Doggy Moms. And this is a production of the city of New York and it will be on channel 25 that is New York City Life channel on Wednesday February 16th at 9 30 and we will be talking with Karen Grace and Erica three of the five moms on that show and boy do they have stuff to tell you we'll be right back All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. At Petco, we really love pets. There isn't anything we won't do to make sure they're getting the best products and the best care. So when you ask us a question like, So how do you feel about cat condos? We can say from experience, Feels like home. For her. Enter the code PETCITY10, P-E-T-C-I-T-Y, the number 10, and get 10% off any order. No minimum at Petco.com. There's a movement afoot. Shoebuy.com. Join the millions of people who shop ShoeBuy.com's over 400 brands and 500,000 products. Order now and get free shipping and free return shipping. ShoeBuy.com, the world's greatest shoe store. Walk your dog in style and comfort. Enter the code PETCITY, P-E-T-C-I-T-Y, at checkout and get a 10% discount plus free shipping at ShoeBuy.com. 
would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed or email us at PetLifeRadio.com. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? And we're back. So... Once again, this is going to be a fantastic show, Doggy Moms. It's described as a new reality series featuring women whose lives revolve around their pets. And it's going to be on NYC Life, Channel 25, this Wednesday, February 16th at 9.30. And I have the pleasure of speaking with Grace, Erica, and Karen. And I will let them introduce themselves and we will take it from there. My name is Erica Searle. I work for a big four accounting firm. I'm a Midwest gal from Ohio, and I have the dynamic duo of Cubby and Ginger. They're both adopted dogs. I adopted Ginger five years ago when I transferred here from Chicago, and I've had Cubby for three years now. Okay, thank you. And Grace, go ahead. Um, My name is Grace Forster, and I'm a former UN staff member. Uh, I'm a widow with no human children. I grew up in Westchester with one brother who's a therapist with an office in New York. I live in Gramercy Park area with my two Yorkie girls, Portia, who will be six in April, and Rosie, who turned four last August. I acquired Portia in 2005 um, at six months old when my boy Chumley was 13 and a half. He passed in 2007, uh, shortly before his 15th birthday, and in 2008, I acquired then two-year-old Rosie, from the same breeder as Portia. Okay, thank you. And Karen? Hi, my name is Karen Beal. I'm the pro bono coordinator at a law firm. I'm single, but dating a wonderful magician named Matt Wayne. I'm originally from Dallas, Texas, from a family of four. My dog's name is Eli the Chihuahua. We've been together for five and a half years now, and Eli is my first dog as an adult. Okay, great. Thanks, guys. So, you guys haven't seen yourselves on the show yet. Are any of you nervous about what you're going to see? No, I actually think it's going to be really fun and cute, and I have a feeling that our true personalities are going to shine through. Well, I'm a little bit anxious seeing myself on the screen. I'm told, you know, I wave my hands a lot, and I'm being Italian, and I have a tendency to say what I feel, and I'm not accustomed to having to relive a moment or experience. And I might not always look my best, but I think it's going to be really fun to see myself and my girls on TV. And I'm 
already enjoying the promo film clips that are being um, uh, already broadcast on in taxis and on the websites. And Karen? I'm a little nervous, but more excited than anything else at this point. I think we're all going to be laughing during the entire show. I think it's going to be really funny. Great. Now, I have to ask you guys, and you know, you could chime in when you want. Before you guys got your dogs, did you guys envision yourselves leading this kind of lifestyle? You know, making the dogs the center of your life, putting clothes on them, going to parties like this? Tell me, did you picture yourself 10 years ago doing this? For me, the process started slowly and then evolved because my husband and I got our first dog, Chumley, in 1992, and there were very few places to buy fancy clothes and, um, um, and carriers, and I even had to send away to the Samaritan in Paris to buy his, his first dog carrier. And, uh, but, but he quickly became part of our family, and, uh, and I started enjoying um, finding places that would uh, hand-make clothes for him, and then when the dog event started happening, I liked dressing him in tuxedo or in a sports shirt for a sporting event. So when I got Portia in 2005, I was kind of fully into the lifestyle of, you know, more dog events and dressing and photo shoots. So it sort of just kept evolving. And how about you guys, Erica and Karen? Before I adopted Eli, I never thought I'd be doing this kind of thing. Um, I actually really always liked big dogs. And there's a little secret about me, and that's that I didn't used to like chihuahuas until I saw the movie Legally Blonde, and that completely changed my impression of chihuahuas, and I realized just how cute and fun and how fashionable they can be. And I'd say that that movie completely changed my views on having a dog, too, because I also saw how portable they are. I had thought that I couldn't have a dog in New York City, but, you know, I realized that you can uh, even if you have a small apartment, you can have a small dog without a problem. So it's been great. I enjoy dressing up with Eli, and I'm kind of quirky, and I kind of like shocking people a little and messing with their minds. So by doing something a little bit different, I feel like I'm able to do that, and it's also sort of entertaining. So I'm enjoying it a lot. And Erica? I've always loved adventure, so I was always very busy, and I never thought I had time to have a dog. But now that I have the dogs, I see that I can still be busy doing exciting things from, you know, the yappy hours, the swimming, the parties, the fundraisers, just with my dogs. So, in fact, my life is kind of the same, but, but I just have dogs in it now. It's just so interesting the way that happened. And I've always loved animals. Dressing them up, I'm from Ohio, and... I don't really remember people dressing their dogs, so so it is interesting. I think it's just really a New York thing that's just spreading like wildfire across the nation. Now, what do you guys think about that, Grace and Karen? Now, Grace, you said you're from Westchester, and Karen, you're from Dallas. Prior to coming to New York, did you encounter people like yourselves? Well, I've been in New York City for uh, many decades now. And Westchester, I think that probably I'd only seen, you know, dog coats and not even dog boots, but just dog coats on, on dogs when it got very cold. But I don't ever remember, you know, really um, dressing up dogs um, that, I, that I would see on the street. And Karen, what's going on in Dallas? I do believe I remember seeing dogs wearing cute outfits in Dallas not to the extent that they're doing it now in New York, but I imagine that they're doing it in Dallas now because people tend to be kind of extreme in Dallas anyway, particularly with clothes and fashion. They're like Texas, big things. Yeah, and- the big <laughs> hair, big outfits. 
What's interesting is when people come from Europe and they see us on the streets, and this surprised me, that it seems that um, they don't dress their dogs as much as we do. And whenever they see us, most of them are amazed and love it. But they just said you don't see it much, let's say, in London. Hmm. In Europe. Okay. Now, so it's interesting because sometimes New York follows what, what Europe does. So interesting. Right. Now, Erica, but you say you're from Ohio, but you're also a Windy City girl. So you didn't see people in Chicago dressing up their dogs? No, it's shocking. In fact, Chicago, I believe, is more of a big dog city. And when Karen said that she liked big dogs, I'm actually a big dog person, too. I, I love the larger dogs. So it was more people going to the dog runs, people walking their large dogs outside, more active doing things outside, running along the the lake. So when I got to New York, actually my first event was the Lenny the Pug birthday party right after mm. I adopted Ginger. And Aww. I was just so surprised to to find this unique subculture of people who just their lives revolve around their dogs. And I was sucked in from, from day one going to that Lenny the Pug birthday party. That was just the start of, of all this fabulous stuff that's come our way. Um, I will say one thing, though. In the 80s, I had um, cats before. Well, in the late 70s and 80s, I had um, my two wonderful cats before I, I had a dog. And I did enjoy changing their collars. I had a collar on them at home and putting little neckerchiefs around their their neck, even though they never left the house. I just thought it was so, so fun, you know, um, to, to hear the little bell and to see the little color on their collars. So I always remember doing that. In Dallas, people have dog collars that have the state of Texas across the collar. <laughs> <laughs> just like the big belt buckles. <laughs> do they match? Do they match I guess they do. Buckle? I imagine they would. Wow, that's amazing. All right, now I'm going to throw something a, a little controversial out there, guys, okay? As you guys know, there was a screening of, the, there was a media screening of the show. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I overheard was, oh, this is a lot like toddlers and tiaras. Any response? Uh, I think, I think that, that can only... be a positive response. Okay, good. I've never seen the show. I've seen part of the show, and I had to turn it off because it just seemed to me the children were a little too young for what they were going through, and they were trying to please their parents. And I don't know. I'm not really a child person, so I can't really relate to it because I I don't want to have children. But I think I guess I can see how that might be comparable. I can see how um, I I have watched Toddlers and Tears, and I can see how. The first episode and perhaps the last episode, we could look a bit like stage moms that you see on Toddlers and Tierras. So I can sort of see the similarity, but I can also see the fun in it and the enjoyment of it. And I don't see it as being a negative thing, as uh, Erica said. No, you guys. No, I said it's a positive thing. Yeah, but the thing is, like, but you guys all, I've heard you guys say that these are in some fashion, this is my fur kids, this is, I think it was Ashley that said, you know, that it's my daughter, and she even confused somebody that she took her daughter to the dentist, and, uh, you know, so, I mean, you guys really do refer to your dogs as children. Some people might find that a little bit, I don't know, I guess over the top. What do you guys think about that? That we refer to them as our children? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All mm-hmm. the time, I think. <laughs> that you're over the top all the time? Oh, I think that even people who have dogs, like my neighbors and even my brother, that they think, you know, that what we do is over the top. And, 
I really don't mind. Uh, pretty much my friends and the people that I hang out with are all in the dog social circle, so it, it, we, we don't really seem odd. And uh, and when we're away from New York or outside the doggy circle, um, you know, I, I don't mind what people think, and I, I'm the same way, you know. It's our family. They're part of our family. I see over the top as a good thing because I love Jim Carrey and pretty much everything he does is over the top. So it really doesn't bother me if people think I'm over the top because I see that as, you know, fun and a way to kind of entertain people and to show them other things that are possible and maybe make them be a little bit more nutty. I think a lot of people are kind of bored and Mm -hmm. something like this can be fun. I agree with Karen. I think that we're over the top, but it brings smiles to people's faces. It starts conversations. We're taking our dogs on the subway, walking them in our strollers, and everyone stops to meet us, to look at the dogs. It brings happiness to people. I've never had anybody complain to me about Eli wearing clothes. I mean, I know people that's happened to them, but that's never happened to me. And just like Erica says, people do thank us on the subways because they get get a smile on their face. You know, they're on the subway and they're having a miserable day and then they see our dogs dressed in outfits. It makes them really happy. Yeah, so it's like you're doing a public service. (laughs) Yeah, we are. We're here to heal the world. (laughs) Actually, it is is public service. That's a good point. It is. And you're going to be on public service television so there you go I mean, it's and, just, and it's, it's, it's oftentimes it's pro bono too there you yeah, go it's so funny. <laughs> now listen i know the three of you you know have known each other for a very long time and and in this show we've you know introduced as far as i know correct me if i'm wrong uh two new people ashley with zoe and misty and leslie and sally sue was it kind of difficult for you three to, I don't know, I don't want to say like let other people into your circle, but did it kind of change the dynamic a little bit? I would say not because, first of all, we all knew Leslie. Um, okay. I knew her from the Barking Beauty pageant where I met her in 2006 when Eli was a contestant and he won that pageant. And since then, I've been involved somewhat in the pageant with her in terms of, you know, we passed the crown over the next year and we've been a judge and we've been sponsors and, you know, we've always come to her pageant. So I know her pretty well. We've even traveled to Philadelphia together for the pageant down there. Ashley's the only one that I didn't know. And honestly, there wasn't any problem at all in terms of everybody getting along and integrating together and the dogs getting along. I thought it was really easy and it was kind of nice to have something a little bit different. Because Grace and I, in Erica, we're always getting into the same silly stuff. But when right, there's somebody right. new around, it just changes the balance a little bit. It's kind of fun. I think it did change the dynamic somewhat, but I think it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think it, it probably added more than anything else. Uh, mm. Of course, some of us got, got along better than others and had maybe more in common and gravitated to one over the other. But I think pretty much it was a very positive thing. And I, I think the dogs, you know, they don't, they don't interact that much together, but they all got along fine. Doggy people in general open their arms to new people. It's amazing because we do have a lot of characters out there in the doggy community, but everyone's welcome and, and everything is tolerated. So adding these two new people, it was just kind of something that I think we're all used to because we're out there on the doggy circuit meeting so many new people, and it was just fun to add them and and learn the new things about them too. Now, one thing I did want to ask you guys is all of you have, you know, smaller dogs. And I know from talking with 
different people in the dog owning community of New York City, you know, including the five boroughs. You know, sometimes there's not all this togetherness, shall we say, that like a lot of the small dog people stick with the small dog people, the large dog people stick with the large dog people. I, I've seen people getting into huge fights about you know, they want a small dog area for the, you know, dog run and, and vice versa. So, I mean, do you think it's just because you guys have small dogs that you otherwise would know each other? Or do you have friends with large dogs that you also hang out with? We have large dog friends, but they are also attending the events that we are. So I think it's just some people just aren't on the circuit like we are. Like there's the dog run people. It's kind of like a completely different subculture that wouldn't necessarily be involved in all the things we're doing just because they're not interested but I do see I do agree with you that there are issues with you know large dogs aren't allowed on the subway but you know small dogs want their own run so yes that is definitely an issue out there but I don't think we see it that much because we're not really out there doing those things. I agree I think that it is a different subculture of being that our dogs are in little carriers we can take them public transportation and cabs, uh, which is not so easier for, for bigger dogs. And, you know, bigger dogs need a lot more exercise. So, you know, they're more likely to be in dog runs, whereas our little guys, you know, just, you know, walking around the block or visiting each other and, you know, is really enough exercise for them, even though there are small dog runs around. Even in my neighborhood, they have um, special areas for, for the smaller dogs. Now, because I know one of the reasons why I bring it up is because I know part of the show is also to try and, you know, through the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals and the great people there and the, the great people at, you know, all of the rescues throughout New York City who work tirelessly, uh, the, the city of New York for media and entertainment. I know one of the things they're trying to get out there is that in addition to following you guys, they also want this to be a public service that New York is a dog friendly place and there's a lot of resources out there for dog people. So, I mean, do you guys touch on that in the show? That it's not just for, you know, Chihuahuas and Yorkies and Westies? Totally, because we went to events where large dogs could have come. and There actually and were so, large dogs in some of the events, like the puppy prom had yeah, some definitely. large dogs at it. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. No, yeah. okay. like, <laughs> we went to a polo match. We went to a polo match where large dogs certainly could have come. We A lot of, um, in fact, we went doggy swimming. Like there's, There are several activities where large dogs can participate, but it seems like a lot of times they prefer to pursue other activities, like um, the dog run, really. And there are some practical reasons also that, for instance, meetups are divided uh, by weight. It's just much easier to have my three-and-a-half-pound dog play with a dog in comparable size rather than, you know, a 60-pound dog. I mean, there are just practical reasons for some separations, too, because a, a larger dog may just not realize his or her own strength and and without meaning to injure a smaller dog. So I think that is probably one reason that we keep, you know, a sort of a, a division of dog runs or meetups. And it's it's not meant against one or the other. It's just for, you know, for practical purposes. In terms of the events that we attended, a lot of them had clothing involved. So it seems in general that the big dog owners aren't really going to be as interested in putting clothes on their dogs. A lot of them don't really even need clothes in terms of keeping warm. The smaller dogs need it more, particularly if they're really close to the ground in the winter. And I think we're more prone to treating small dogs like children because they are more like infants because of their size. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You don't see people 
you know, cradling their big dogs as much. It's it's partially practical, but it's also, I think, that we bond with them a different way. Well, Caroline actually carries Bo the Husky around. Caroline, oh, well, that's good. Caroline, <laughs> she can carry who, both who Bo the Husky in her arms. <laughs> Our friend Caroline. Oh, but she carries a husky, a full-grown husky. Yes, Caroline. She's a wonderful wow. woman who does everything, and her dog's a therapy dog. Anyway, yes, she she carries. Oh, that's Caroline in, and in both arms. Yeah, Caroline. Mm-hmm. It, but it's the exception rather than the rule. Most of the time, I mean, when we go to the events, most of the time there's there's smaller dogs, but there are exceptions. Right. I would but, just but, but think the, it would the be doctor... kind of difficult to be in a bed with you know, 60 or 70 pound dogs as opposed to, to little to little ones, which is a lot easier to, to sure, Grace, sleep. Grace, you've been married. Your husband was more than 60 or 70 pounds. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I could deal with that. Alyssa, <laughs> yeah. we're going to be right back and I asked each lady a secret question about the others and we're going to be surprised at some of the answers. We'll be right back. All right, this is my stop, Commercial Boulevard. Yeah, that's funny. Pets in the City will be back in a New York minute. Don't go anywhere. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash city, C-I-T-Y, to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. The world has changed. One in five relationships now begin on an online dating site. And while you never know where things will lead, Match.com has led to more dates, more relationships, and more marriages than any other site. Join today. Pet Life Radio listeners get 25% off the price of a membership. Just go to mevio.match.com and enter the code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y. That's M-E-V-I-O dot M-A-T-C-H dot com and enter the code DOGGY to get 25% off Match.com. How would you like your business to reach out and invite in our audience? We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20-second seeds of information about your place of business, practice, or service. Is the best, most cost-effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website. PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities opportunities are available. If you ask the question, what do I want? What do I need? I'll take affection. I reach a mention. I need time. I need love. I crave attention.
I Love My Pets, the new single by Mark Winter, available on iTunes. From Paris, New York, and around the globe, get ready for the hip, the trendy, the uber cool where pets rule. If you've got a passion for pet fashion and a flair for animal wear, this is the ultimate place to take a peek at what's chic in the world of designer pet fashion and cool new pet products. The Pet Set, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet okay, all you yuppie puppies and city kitties. Pets in the City is back with more urban animals and cool cosmopolitan critters. Try saying that three times fast. Right, Diane? So, ladies, I, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Before the show, I emailed you all exactly the same questions. About, and I asked you to say stuff about each other. I'm not going to say who said what, but I got some interesting answers. Okay. Now, let me just for our audience, this isn't just Grace, Karen, and Erica who are on the show with us now. These questions also included Ashley and Leslie. And Leslie, thank you. Sorry about that. Which who, Whom I'm looking forward to meeting. Okay. So my question was, question number one. Who is the diva among you five? And the answer I got was Ashley. With Karen, a close second. Do you agree? Wow, interesting. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, agree with that's that. Interesting. <laughs> no, you don't agree? Okay, why? Wait a minute. You said that you gave the questions to the three of us. So if, yes. Ashley, if Ashley came in first, when Karen... That would mean two of us second, would have had to said Ashley. Yes. Right. But I'm not so she gave the questions to all five ladies. I thought she did. Did you? No, just to the three of you. No, but. so that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. So you two must have said Ashley. <laughs> I didn't I'm say didn't. Ashley. <laughs> I ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> I did not say oh, okay. Ashley. But is oh, it true? I didn't say Ashley either. Oh, that's interesting. But Karen, been Karen, you, Karen, you were a very close second. If you ask three people, though, how can that be? <laughs> well, to say, well, because you could, also, you could also vote for yourself, remember. So I'm sure that Grace said Karen, Karen said Grace, so I guess I was the deciding vote. Oh, that's how it went. Yes. <laughs> that's I what happened. You, you Grace. Yeah. <laughs> Erica's always the smart one that figures everything out. <laughs> it, uh, Erica, I'll tell you, wow, you, can, you just flew right in there. Okay. <laughs> I asked who was the mellow one. This was interesting. All of you guys gave a different answer. Wow. Oh, kidding. Yes. That um, is wild. The answers I got were Leslie, Erica, and Ashley. And each of you gave a different answer. Again, do you find that surprising? Yes, I Not find really. that very surprising. I do. Why? No, I do. Is, is well, she mellow? Of course, you know who I said. Go, I'm not going to say anything. Go ahead, Gary. Oh. <laughs> I, I think you said, I, I, I think, think you probably said me, Karen said Ashley, and I said Leslie. Yeah, that would be it. <laughs> okay, well. I said so Ashley she, because of the way she interacted with us was a little bit more mellow than the way some of the rest of us interacted. I okay. think that's because and Karen knows um, I have a high you, you know us better. I think that's because you know us better, and that's why Ashley looks mellow. Well, yeah, that's, that's all I had Ashley to go on, though, was her behavior right. during the filming. So, I, you know, that's what I was going on. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. 
Yeah, I just think yeah. that Erica has a tendency to go with the flow. Not that I would call anybody mellow. I just think Erica is easier going from that point of view. But anyway. <laughs> well, Karen knows I'm a mischief maker. That's why she's not agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly, can- yeah. You like to push people's buttons. <laughs> <laughs> the the yeah. other question I asked, who goes over the top sometimes, even for you guys? The answers that I got. Easy. That must have been unanimous. Let's see. I got, let's see. And Erica, for some reason, the fact that you have no direction in terms of driving or filming also came up, too. I'm not sure why. Where? <laughs> Where would that apply? I don't know. Well, didn't you ask the first question that said you learned something new about somebody you didn't know? Before? Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So who's right? over the and top? That was the, that was the question, right? Well, who's over the top even for you guys? I got Grace was a vote. Karen was a vote. And, and I know who said that. And Karen, so Karen, you won that one. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I know why. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Because why? it would have had to have been both of them. Oh, because I know why. Think I'm... Because you say crazy and wild things sometimes. Oh, I see. Well, I said Grace because, well, I'm, I don't remember exactly how I worded it, but I said something like, she spends the most on events and parties and clothes and outfits, and I said, who else would get filmed having personal doctor visits? <laughs> Is that your face? <laughs> we didn't go to gynecologist, did we? Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> Not Watch the show and find out. <laughs> Wow. Well, okay, Karen, I will, um, with your permission, I I will read your answer. Let's see. Okay. Uh, Karen said, the question, who goes over the top? Definitely Grace. She really went all out with spending money on her dog party, goes all out with her clothes and fashion, and also is always the most outspoken of us all. And yes, the personal doctor visits on film, which now I really, really am very curious as to. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> well, I said definitely Karen because of the crazy and wild things that she says when we least expect it. So oh, I, okay, I can see that. And, and I voted for both of you guys. So, so actually, I think it's a tie because I said Karen and Grace, and I basically gave oh. both those same reasons. Yes, actually, oh, and wow. Erica, with, with your permission, Erica, can I read your answer? Sure. Okay, she said, Karen and Grace, Karen is a diva, with Grace a close second, and Ashley is a diva in training. Oh! <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Now, here is something I also asked you guys. Thank you for obliging me. I asked, who among the five of you would you date? And, all right, let's see. This one's going to get really spicy here. Okay. Grace, somebody said, it depends on what I was looking for. For a good time, if you know what I mean, Grace. (laughs) (laughs) For marriage, Erica. So, guess what, Karen? I think I've been outed. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Jesus, yeah, but like the, something now, in the bathroom for a good time called Grace. <laughs> <laughs> something on the dog run. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so that now that's just fair. Uh, let's see. And Grace, to be fair, said, if I were a guy, I'd probably want to date Karen, who is tall, thin, and blonde. 
much like myself. <laughs> and um, much like myself, only younger. Only younger. Yes. Well, you you see, I you added that. You know, I I didn't say that. And let's see, Erica said herself. What <laughs> <laughs> read what I wrote after it. Can I say the other part of your answer too, Erica? Yeah, yeah, you have to. <laughs> but I secretly, Karen, you sitting down? Yeah. Okay. But I secretly like Matt Wayne, Karen's young boyfriend. Oh, I know that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> well, he is a magician, Karen. Has he been disappearing much at all? Well, he does dogs at Cubby and Ginger sometimes. Yeah, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Yeah, I oh, don't know my. what's really happening, if you're really out of town or not. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. Okay, but this was, this was my favorite question that I asked the three of you. Name the quality you like most about the other two. Erica, this was what was said about you. You are always fun, and you know how to enjoy life, and you can juggle many activities at once. Karen, you're very determined. Somebody had said, and that when you want something, you go for it. And Grace, you're very loyal. Are these all things that you guys would agree with? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to read all? Are you going to read the other ones? I, I can. Let's see. Karen had said, Erica is always fun and knows how to enjoy life. Grace is very generous, but I also enjoy her witty sense of humor, which can be spot on at times. And that's what Karen said. And Grace said, Karen always appears to be cool and confident in the public eye and seems to rise above any criticism or negativity. Erica is very kind and has a real generosity of spirit. She is always willing to lend a hand and to share information and sources. I said Karen was determined and always... I'm inspired by your determination and always going for what you want. And I said that Grace is very loyal with her friends, with her doggy designers, and is just a, mm -hmm. a very loyal person. Yes. So it's safe to say even after the filming of this show, you guys are still friends. We are, but we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but we lived it. We lived it and we still managed to, um, yeah, right. to survive. So I think it will only enhance our friendship. I think we'll be really. laughing when we watch it. Now, if there's one thing that you guys really hope that, you know, people who don't know you and don't know that there's, you know, as you guys said, this doggy culture in New York, what's the one thing you guys really hope people at TuneIn will take away from it? I don't want people to think we're a bunch of frivolous ladies who spend all of our time and money on our dogs without giving back to the community because we are true lovers of animals and I think we do important work donating time, raising money for rescue organizations, supporting animal charities in many of the, the events we go to as well and many of our dogs are rescue dogs themselves and of course Erica's cubby is a therapy dog who does you know visits to hospitals and nursing homes and comforting you know, the, the elderly and the sick. Mm -hmm. So I think that's very important to know that we do do a public service. And Karen, Erica? I would say I agree that, with Grace. Yeah, I would also say just how fun it is to own a dog and all the joy they can bring to your life and just that there's so many things you can do and so many opportunities and that it's endless. You can turn anything into a career also or a hobby and there's just so many avenues. I think Erica was recently talking about how in another interview about how you can be a therapy dog, you can do modeling, you can do fundraising. There's just so many avenues you can travel with your dog. Okay, Erica? Good point. Right. Everything they just said, ditto for me, that these special creatures can 
enhance our lives and do so many wonderful things out there. It's just amazing from Karen and Eli have raised well over $10,000 just, you know, by being out there going on dog walks. Grace and her girls have brought smiles to so many faces with their modeling. And, you know, Cubby's a therapy dog. It's just amazing how many things they can do that, that touch so many people in so many different ways. Well, I am sure everybody is looking forward to meeting you five, actually, and and you three that we're talking to here, and of course, all the dogs. And it's, again, the name of the show is Doggy Moms. It's premiering on Wednesday, February 16th at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 25. For our New York City listeners, that's uh, NYC Life. And that's going to be a six-part series. So I guess for each of the following Wednesdays as well, guys? Yes. Okay. That's our and, understanding, yeah. Okay. And, uh, but it's also going to be, if you're out of New York City, listeners, if you want to uh, see it online, I'll put this on our website as well. But it's uh, going to be at nyc.gov forward slash VOD. And then you could see that following the premiere. And they're also on Facebook, of course, facebook.com forward slash NYC Media. And brought to you also by Next Millennium Productions, uh, who I guess ran the show. I think uh, you guys really had nothing but great things to say about the folks that produce the show, right? Yeah. Oh, they're wonderful. They were were very supportive and just great. And they love dogs. Oh, they totally. have a dog and in their they studio. Say positive things. Turn something that could potentially be negative, a dog behavior, into something positive. It's just, it's amazing how how loving they are towards the animals, for sure. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, so and the fact that, as Karen said, they have their own dog in the studio, so they're very accustomed to dogs. Nothing, you know, upsets them, or you know, it's just, it's just um, quite wonderful. Guys, any final thoughts? I know, like we said, you have not at this moment at the interview seen the show yet. So do you have any final thoughts to say before the show goes on the air? What are your hopes for it? What are you envisioning it to turn out to? I hope people turn in and I think the show will appeal to so many different people. We have human fashion, doggy fashion, doggy events, human events, and I think it's going to appeal to a lot of people. So definitely tune in. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun and educational, and I think you don't have to have a dog to love the program. It's for all animal lovers, and I just think that, you know, even if you don't have a pet, I think it'll be just fun to watch a bunch of um, zany, fun, you know, ladies going around New York and and the environs and and just having a, a great time with their dogs. I really don't have much to add. I just hope everybody watches it. I I think it's going to be really entertaining. I think it's going to be funny and, like everybody else said, informative. And I I think it's going to be wonderful. Okay. Well, guys, I really appreciate all of you visiting with us today and and being such good sports. And uh, we'll also put up on our website where you can actually meet the five ladies throughout the month of February, which is I Love New York City Pets Month. And again, as a testament to how much they care about all the dogs and other animals in New York, they will be at a number of these events promoting love of animals and hopefully adoption as well. Guys, thanks so much. Thank you. I Thank may just you. add one thing. Oh, go ahead, Grace. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. There's um, on uh, Facebook, on NYC Media, you will see something that's just been added, the Doggy Moms calendar as events. And there are two very important events that we're going to this weekend. And one is the pre-Westminster Fashion Show with eight and the other fashions being shown, featured, and we'll, we will be part of the punctual wedding that's taking place. <laughs> 
And then That's also right. on Saturday, we're going to another wedding at uh, the Petco, uh, 1280 Lexington Avenue from 1 to 3. And then there's another puppy wedding that will be um, also a part of officially. So those are two official events this weekend that we'll be part of. And I love how you say that as if puppy weddings are just an everyday happening. Is <laughs> the big glove over here? What's going on? Who's getting married? And how many well, my friend Blanche's daughter is getting, Scarlett is getting married on go -Go. Friday to Go-Go. So the Chihuahua wedding is on Friday as part of the third show of the pre-Westminster fashion show of Ada Nieves. And on Saturday, there are two Maltese, Maltese dogs that are getting married. Uh, Giorgio and Lady B. Florida, and yeah, Beignet is coming up from Florida, and uh, Giorgio, an older gentleman. So it's nice to see that older gentlemen are getting married, too. <laughs> I don't even know what to add to that. <laughs> I think and also there will be, by the way, the proceeds from the fashion show are going to be benefiting a charity and um, also the proceeds of the raffle for Saturday. So they're both benefiting charities so so you can still go and have fun and support worthwhile charities so you can have fun and feel good about it too yes doggy moms again i know you guys have a absolutely busy schedule and i appreciate you guys making the time for us today and uh, i guess from what i've just heard everyone after doggy moms you'll have the sequel doggy mother-in-laws so we'll see you, you again who who knows who knows right Tell us. Thanks, well, this guys. has been a pleasure, Diane. Thank you so much. This has really oh, been thank fun. You. Thank no, you thank very you much. Thank fun. you guys for making the time. I know I know you're really packed this weekend, but I'll, I'll see you guys. Okay? Yeah, that's right. Great. Definitely. Okay, you're out there. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. so much, okay. guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, I told you this episode was going to be really fun, and I hope you had as much fun listening as I had interviewing them. They're really great. And again, tune in to Doggy Moms. That is going to be on Wednesday, February 16th at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 25 on NYC Life. I'm going to put some more information about the moms and the first few episodes on our Pet Life Radio website, Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. I am also going to put some episodes that we have also recently done. And I'm going to let you know about this month, again, is absolutely chock full of events all over New York City, all for the betterment of animals' lives from adoption to spay and neuter. February is I Love New York City Pets Month. This is several years that the Mayor's Alliance for New York City Animals has been hosting these citywide events. Definitely look at our website and um, we will have a link to many of these events and you can meet the doggy moms at some of them as well. Once again, thank you so much. Thank you to all of our sponsors who we love and please patronize our sponsors because that's what keeps us on the air and talking to you and bringing such wonderful guests your way. This is Diane West coming at you from New York City with Pets in the City on Pet Life Radio. See you next week. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City.
with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of a big apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.